This is the Grind It Podcast. We know just like grinding a handrail or a cross of coping can be challenging at times, so can life be. We share God's word and personal stories to encourage you to keep grinding and to not give up. It's time to grind. So here's the old school skateboarder himself, Randall Tucker. Welcome to the Grind It Podcast. But today's going to be some pretty deep subjects. So uh, we'll try not to go too long. But before we get started, Mark Tim, why don't you pray? And then we're going to be looking at the heart today. In the words of Roxette, listen to your heart. Okay. Oh, Lord, thank you. Thank you for your word. That in it there are treasures hidden, mysteries for us to find, to seek you out, Lord. It's the glory of God to hide a matter the glory of kings to search it out. So, Lord, we want to search you out in your word tonight. As we study, would you open our understanding? Would you illuminate this um, logos and make it rhema to us? Make it come alive. And may we, may we not be hearers of the word, but may we be doers of what it says. Give us wisdom to rightly divide the word of truth and apply it to our lives. We ask you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So you said something in your prayer about illuminate. And that's exactly what Jesus does. Not only to the Pharisees here, as he does many times, but he also is going to illuminate the heart mm. of his disciples, his 12 disciples. Um, and so that's the question we're going to answer tonight is where is your heart? And we're going to look at the Pharisees. They're going to question Jesus about divorce and remarriage. And they're going, uh, we're going to look at the disciples because uh, they reject children, even mm-hmm. though Jesus just told them to welcome the children in the last chapter. And we'll take a look at the, what we call the rich young ruler. So if you want to read verses 1 through 10, and we'll talk about uh, the Pharisees and what they asked Jesus about divorce and remarriage. Jesus then left that place and went into the region of Judea and across the Jordan. Again, crowds of people came to him, and as and as was his custom, he taught them. Some Pharisees came and tested him by asking, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife? What did Moses command you? He replied. They said, Moses permitted a man to write a certificate of divorce and sent her away. It was because your hearts were hard that Moses wrote, wrote you this law, Jesus replied. But at the beginning of creation, God made the male and female. For this reason, a man sorry. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore. What God has joined together, let no one separate. When they were in the house again, the disciples asked Jesus about this. So a song comes to my mind. Reunited and it feels so good. (laughs) Help us, Jesus. Focus, man. Focus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hold in. All right. So the Pharisees, they, they... What's going on? So Jesus is teaching the crowd, right? We have another crowd, large crowd. Jesus is teaching. 
It's almost like the way Mark shares the story is like the Pharisees interrupt his teaching, is what I'm saying in my mind. And they're, they're constantly trying to trip Jesus so they can prove to everybody that he's not the Messiah, that he's not from God. But constantly, Jesus just puts them in their place, embarrasses them in front of everybody, right? And, and just and just calls them out and puts them in their place. And that's what happens here. The, the Pharisees come up to Jesus, and, and so they're, they're thinking, okay, we'll get him on this one. Uh, and, and they ask, what, what's your stance on divorce is basically what they're asking. Mm-hmm. But in reality, they don't care what he's thinking, what he says about divorce. Like I said, they they want to they want to hear what he says and see if his theology lines up with their theology. I have um, a couple of interesting footnotes on that. All right. It's not just a theological question, or can we trap him in? Is it lawful or not lawful to divorce? But remember when John got beheaded. Why was he in jail? Because of Herod, Herod and uh, Herodias's marriage and right. condemning it. Because they had, he, she had mar- divorced yeah. and remarried. remarried. They are now back in his territory. Yeah, and so, so part of what one of the footnotes says here is that they could have, because they're now back in Herod Antipas's, um, you know, domain basically. Um, they were saying, okay, it was it was unlawful for divorce and remarriage that John ba- John the Baptist denounced Herod Antipas and, and Herodias, right? Huh? And at this rebuke, it cost him imprisonment and then his life. So they may have been asking him this, hoping that his reply would cost yeah. him his life. imprisonment and his life. I've never thought about that. Crazy, right? Yeah. And, and it says also that Jews of that day generally agreed that divorce was lawful. The only debate was about what the proper grounds for it were. Yeah, because they literally divorced for anything. Like if you burn the biscuits, I can divorce you back back in these days. If you done something I didn't like, but but it, but it's usually every time you read something about this, it's the man divorcing the wife. It's never the woman divorcing the man. You ever notice that? Well, and even, a lot of even that. Even Deuteronomy twenty four is, is the passage they're bringing up to Jesus. It's it's Moses giving the man permission to divorce the wife. And probably because it was a very patriarchal society. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and as with most of a lot of the that area of the world, women didn't have rights like men did. Right. So. Don't quote me on that, but wouldn't it be interesting if if that were the case that part of the reason that the Pharisees were coming to ask was not just because is it okay, is it not okay, Jesus, we're picking your brain to see what you think, but it was really, you know, ulterior motives of like, if he says the wrong thing, then maybe the Romans come in and grab him and... Off, off with his head. Mm-hmm. Like having, that's, that's, I've never even thought about that. I never realized they were in that jurisdiction. So mm-hmm. it makes good sense. <clears throat> um, so Jesus is going to share God's heart with the Pharisees here. Mm-hmm. Right? In verse 5, he, uh, he wrote this commandment 
only as a concession to your hard hearts, which is the, the, the whole issue here. And, and that's what Jesus is pointing out. Moses gave you permission to get a divorce because your hearts are hard. Mm-hmm. But God's heart is about marriage is that God made them male and female from the beginning of creation. And a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife. And that word joined means cleave together. Yeah, right? glued, glued together, yeah. Cleave. It's a unity. Um, and the two are united into one. Since they are no longer two but one, let no one split apart what God has joined together. Mm-hmm. So that's the heart of God. This one, a man and woman, a man and woman mm. are married, right? That the Jesus makes it clear that that, that God is putting those that man and woman together. Mm-hmm. They're becoming the two have become one flesh, which is when the marriage is consummated. You know, sex is going on. They, the two have become one. They've left the father and mother, and now they're, they're, the, the two are united together. So that's the heart of God. And he says, Moses started allowing y'all to, to divorce because of your hard, hard hearts. So it's a heart condition here is what, what's going on. The, the Pharisees, Jesus knows the Pharisees' hearts are not right. Jesus knows their motives here. And he's trying to trip him up, maybe get him in trouble. Like John the uh, Baptist, get him out of here. <clears throat> because that was always their mission until they got him crucified. Um, so later on when he was alone with his disciples in the house, the disciples, because you know, Peter's married. We know Peter was married. Mm-hmm. Probably some of the other disciples were married too. We just don't know. The, the Bible doesn't say. But we know Peter was. Um, and so when he's alone with his disciples... They bring up the subject again about marriage, right? Mm-hmm. Or about divorce. I'm sorry, not marriage, but divorce. And Jesus says to them, whoever divorces his wife and marries someone else commits adultery against her. And if a woman divorces her husband, so here's Jesus swapping it around. If a woman divorces her husband and marries someone else, she commits adultery. Now, <clears throat> Mark doesn't say anything about adultery or anything. But if you put this with Matthew 19.9, same passage, just Matthew's version. Matthew says, Moses permitted divorce, Jesus talking, but Matthew writing. Moses permitted divorce only as a concession to your hard hearts, but it was not God. It is not what God had originally intended. Mm -hmm. And I tell you this, whoever divorces his wife and marries someone else commits adultery unless his wife has been unfaithful. So I don't, I don't know how deep y'all want to go into the subject of divorce and remarriage. Uh, I think that could probably be a whole series of uh, podcasts all a, on its own. A whole lot of, I mean, there's specifically podcasts just for this these topics. Um, but there are some reasons that that uh, for divorce, and, and obviously. Um, if your spouse has been unfaithful, you're free to you can, you're free to work it out, mm-hmm. and, or you're free to to, to divorce and remarry. Mm-hmm. So the the issue here is more than just divorce. The issue is the divorce and remarriage. And if you read, um, if you go back to the original uh, the law Matthew twenty four, what what the Pharisees were bringing up to Jesus, mm-hmm. that that was. 
the main issue was not the divorce so much, but the remarriage. And go back and study that, you know, on, on your own time or whatever. Uh, but First Corinthians 7, Paul, Paul gives some reasons. He's talking about marriage and, and divorce and remarriage as well. Uh, and basically he says, if an um, you know, if you have an unbelieving spouse and they leave, but if that an unbelieving spouse wants to stick around, then stay married to them. Mm-hmm. And he talks about your family is still, I think he says holy or something. I didn't study it too deep because I don't, I, I want to stay on the surface and not get too deep into this, into the subject because it, it, it all boils down to the heart. It, it, it boils down to a person's heart. It boils Jesus is pointing out the Pharisee's heart mm-hmm. here. But we can talk about this for a few minutes about divorce and remarriage because especially in the church, uh, the divorce rate in the church is just as bad as the divorce rate in the world, unfortunately. And it's like way over 50%. It's like 55% of marriages inside the church with Christian people. It's 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 way up there. I am one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I, I fit in that statistic, if you will. Um, we are releasing the sound, cause the lost generation to be found. All you Grinded Podcast listeners, I know you enjoy some good music, but I want to tell you about some awesome music. Now, my friend, Mary Gamboa, she's also the worship leader at the church where I worship, called Authentic Church here in Alcoa, Tennessee. We'd love to invite you to come out and check us out sometime when you get a chance. Start at 10 a.m. And we're on Lindsay Street here in Alcoa. Mary has produced a new album called Jealous. And you can check that out anywhere music is being streamed. But you can also check it out at marygamboamusic.com. That's Mary G A M B O A music.com. Go check that out. But people in the church, Christians, sometimes kind of put a, uh, they look down on people who have been divorced. You know, back in the old days, people just stayed married to stay married. Because, you know, you don't get a divorce. You just don't get a divorce. Right. No matter what's going on in your life, if your marriage sucked or whatever, you just you stayed married. For, you know, for, you just don't get a divorce. Mm-hmm. And now it's like people don't even get married. They just, you know, they do the, the trial run. We'll just live together or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's kind of like we went to the opposite end of the spectrum. Right. In today's time. Um, but I would just encourage... Christian people, especially in the church, to take it easy on those who, you know, divorce is not uh, the unpardonable sin. <laughs> right, right. Um, well, and and I think, you know, God hates divorce. We're fixed on it. He doesn't hate divorced people. Right? Mm-hmm. And why does he hate divorce? Because of what it does to families. Mm. And how did he institute you know, human beings in general as a family, right? I mean, first Adam and then Eve as the helpmeet. And that was his intention is that by that, that they would procreate, that they would have, um, have children, fill the earth, right? And take dominion. And when that, when that family structure 
breaks down yeah. for whatever reason, then that original mission is impaired. Right? And that's what he doesn't want. Obviously, there's lots of fallout from from divorce. Yeah. I mean, I think all of us sitting here at this table come from families that have have dealt with that um, in some form or fashion. And we know firsthand how it affected us as children um, or as, you know, as adults who have been through it ourselves. You know, there's, there's a lot of um, unintended consequences that happen. And that's what God didn't want. And, and that's why he keeps going back to, no, God wanted them to be male, female, the two, one flesh, forever and ever. Amen. Right? Um, and again, my footnote here says that Jesus grounds the sanctity of marriage in the authority of God himself. And his no to divorce safeguards against human selfishness, which always threatens to destroy marriage. No, that's what it boils down to. Right. I mean, why people have affairs. Yeah. I have a little calendar from Billy Graham, and in it, he he says that um, hatred is not the opposite of love, selfishness is. That's good. Because when you love someone, you put them. When you love somebody. (laughs) You put them before yourself, right? Jesus said, Greater love has no man than this, that he would lay his life down. Right, and that would be in an unselfish manner, Um, but selfishness is the opposite of that, and um, that is generally what breaks down marriages. Yeah, with a bunch of marriage counselors in the past, and it's obvious when when you when you when you hear those counselors talk to to people, that is the the heart of the issue is selfishness mm-hmm. when it comes to divorce or when it comes to marriages being in trouble or whatever. Somebody's being selfish, very selfish, thinking of themselves. Yeah. Um, but you said God hates divorce, Malachi 2.16. For I hate divorce, says the Lord, the God of Israel, <laughs> and him who covers his garment with violence, says the Lord of armies. So be careful about your spirit that you do not deal treacherously. So God says, I hate divorce. And people use this verse to beat people up who are thinking about getting a divorce. God hates divorce. You can't get a divorce, you know. But what about Jeremiah three? Nobody talks about Jeremiah three. Mm-hmm. Tell us. What does it say? All right, Jeremiah three. If a man divorces a woman and she goes and marries someone else, he will not take her back again, for that would surely corrupt the land. But you have. This is God talking about Israel, His chosen people, mm-hmm. right? The apple of his eye. All right. Uh, so this is Jeremiah the prophet. God's using Jeremiah to speak to Israel, mm-hmm. uh, who's in sin, about to go into captivity if they don't repent, which they don't repent. If a man divorces a woman and she goes and marries someone else, he will not take her back again, for that would surely corrupt the land. But you have prostituted yourself with many lovers. So why are you trying to come back to me, says the Lord, which is what Deuteronomy 24 is all about. Uh, look at the shrines on every hilltop. Is there any place you have not been defiled by your adultery with other gods? 
You sit like a prostitute beside the road waiting for a customer. You sit alone like a nomad in the desert. You've polluted the land with your prostitution and your wickedness. So you can see God saying, you've been unfaithful to me. You've been unfaithful to me. Um, and so in verse down in verse 6, for time's sake, it says, During the reign of King Josiah, the Lord said to me, Have you seen what fickle Israel has done? Like a wife who commits adultery, Israel has worshipped other gods, little g, gods, on every hill and under every green tree. I thought after she has done all this, she will return to me. So he's still giving her a chance, giving Israel a chance to repent, come back, right? You know, you're out committing adultery and giving you a chance to come back, get this right, mm-hmm. you know, make the marriage work. I thought after she had done all this, she would return to me, but she did not return. And her faithless sister Judah saw this. She saw that I divorced faithless Israel because of her adultery. God said, I divorced Israel. Mm-hmm. God hates divorce. But God said, I divorced Israel. I separated myself from her. Right. And I why? Due to the infidelity. But due to the infidelity. Due to the adultery. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes. God hates divorce. His will, is, the heart of God is for a husband and wife to be, to come together, be united as one, and stay that way mm-hmm. forever. But unfortunately, because of selfishness and many other reasons, people do stupid stuff and make stupid decisions. I mean, <clears throat> if, if you're married to somebody and they're out there having sex with you know, this person and that person and however many people or whatever, I mean, do you want to stay in the bed with that person? Do you want to stay, you, that the, the bond has been broken, that covenant has been broken. Right. I mean, I wouldn't want to, you know, have sex with that person anymore because right. who knows what, you know, what they could have contracted out there or whatever. You know, True. Right? Bring home, you know, it's whatever. I mean, but but you know that the heart is not dedicated. And again, it goes back to where's the heart. I mean, you look at Hosea and God telling Hosea to go. Gomer? Yeah. Yeah. To go back and get her after she has been adulterous multiple times. She was a sex slave pretty much. Go get her and redeem her. Um, and, And so... And he told her to love her. Right. And and not that God can't heal a, a marriage that has been broken like that. He absolutely can if people are willing to do the hard work um, to to get through that. But um, but yeah, I mean, obviously Jesus is saying the whole issue here is the hardness of your heart. Mm-hmm. Is the hardness of your heart whether you're turning to idols. And, and committing adultery, as it were, because you're you're worshiping things besides God, or whether in your family marriage situation you are being selfish and idolatrous and adulterous and going outside of that marriage covenant. You know, it's God sees it the same, and there's a hardness of the heart in both of those situations. Yeah, I mean it's it's a difficult subject. I mean, like I said, we can't just cover all this in a few minutes in this podcast. 
Um, but there's some other teachings out there from other people. Uh, you can Google some stuff to be careful with that. Um, but I, it, I'll tell you the danger, like, because there's, there's, I'll tell you a situation that happened at a church that before I got into preaching full time, before I went to Bible college, was at this church growing like crazy. We was up to like 400 people. We had like 30 something baptisms this, you know, in a year, and it was just crazy. And young families just come, and this church is busting at the seams. Well, the the flavor of the church this was, and the way they believed about marriage and divorce, there was this married couple. The husband and the wife had been previously married. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. And they had been counseling. I don't know if they heard something from the preacher or what. I, don't, I can't remember. It's been so long ago. Um, but... Uh, they did some counseling with the preacher and he basically told them that their marriage was against God's will and they needed to get a divorce. So that's what they decided to do. They, they got a divorce mm-hmm. because they thought their marriage was unscriptural. And the guy, and we played church league softball. I mean, this guy was just as cool as could be. He was an awesome dude. And you would never think in a million years he would do what I'm about to tell you that he did. But, um, so they decided they were going to separate and get a divorce, and that's what they did. He gets on a 10-speed bike, sneaks over to her house with a knife, and hides. Mm. And she come home from work, got out of the car, and he just jumped on her and stabbed her to death. Because he didn't want nobody else to have her. And then... When wow. when he got when he got put in prison and everything, he saved up. He would put his medicine under his tongue and save up enough medicine, and then he committed suicide by taking a whole bunch of his medicine. But the reason why I bring that up is because this is a very 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 touchy subject. Mm-hmm. This divorce, it's, divorce and remarriage is not the it's not the unpardonable sin. All sin that can be covered under the blood of, of Jesus. And um. So, just do a lot of studying on that subject, and um, we're not going to cover it all tonight. But um, well, and what does Jesus do? He goes back to God's original intent. Yeah, that's it for marriage. You know, I mean, he he goes back to Genesis, quoting, "This was God's original intent." Now, this is why. God permitted or Moses permitted you to have um, this as a concession. Um, not not to say, hey, yeah, this is great. Love what this does. Mm-hmm. No, it, it produces a lot of brokenness and a lot of consequences. Um, yeah, because I have three children on my own. It's, you know. But God can heal. Yeah. Right? So, you know, obviously my children, they live with their mom. You know, and I could see them on occasion, but uh, so it, it, divorce affects a lot of people, mm-hmm. especially the children. Yeah. Um, but going back to what you said a while ago about God's original intent on marriage and being one, is it makes it clear that uh, it's between a, and and not. I'm saying this out of love and not condemning anybody, but he's talking about. Uh, he he says it's between a husband and a wife, a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. Not a man and a man, not a woman and a woman. That's not God's original intent. Right. Um, and 
And so, uh, you know, in our, our day and time today, in 2024, homosexuality is a big thing. The LGBTQ and the rest of the letters of the alphabet that go along with that, you know, it, it's a big thing. They're rising up and, you know, it's like they have the loudest voice right now in the United States and, 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 and you know, they're fighting for rights and all this stuff. But I, before we move on from this point, I just want to, I, I want to make the point and make it clear that God's original intent for marriage is between a husband and a wife and, mm-hmm. and nothing, nobody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and, so. and he said to multiply, right? To fill mm-hmm. the earth. Yeah. And so the next section that we're going into is children. Right. Right. That's the only way that we can bring children into the earth. Um, Thanks for listening to the Grounded Podcast. If we could pray for you or encourage you in any way, please email us at thegroundedpodcast at gmail.com or you can text us at 865-418-2824. If you're watching on YouTube, please click like and subscribe and you'll be notified about new episodes. If you're listening on an app, leave us a five-star review, but most importantly, share the Grounded Podcast with a friend. God bless you and remember, keep grinding.